Hey everybody, welcome to another show, another NMR. And we're flailing still. You can't see us, but we're flailing. You know, people we're ask. Yeah, this isn't really a flail on your port. No, this I'm is kind like of a, voguing more like, than anything. You're Patty voguing, Kate. but like, yes, you're you're outward voguing. You're not inward <laughs> yeah. voguing. You're yeah. outward voguing. How are you, by the way? Let's, uh, let's set the show up that way. I'm doing really well. Good. Weather in New York has been great. I was in LA oh, last week it. for a, a quick jaunt to LA for 48 hours. Mm. Um, I actually got to go see the national at the Greek theater, which with our, I want to say mutual friend, but actually your old boss, Matt Mills, because he was in LA and he invited oh, me. Oh, that's and so wonderful. We went to go I love see him. The national together. And if you, have you ever been to the Greek, have you ever been to LA? I can't remember. <laughs> Yes, definitely been to LA. Have you ever been to the Greek theater? I don't think I've ever been to the Greek. No, I'm trying to think of what the venue best I did go to, though. Fucking venue. Venue? Ever. ever. First off, it's outside, which of course you can have in LA. Sure. But it's like amphitheater style. So, oh, like, I really every seat is mm-hmm. great. And you can, like, walk. You can what? Like, you kind uh, of whisper. You there. can walk. Oh, there. walk. Okay. Like, Granted, you have to kind of go up a hill, but like you yeah. don't, it's not like you're stuck in Dodger Stadium trying to get out for traffic. It's just kind of like an easy in, easy yeah, out. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. yeah, we had a great time. So the National That's was great. Really, really cool. Yeah. Do you think I have or have not seen the National in concert before? I think you have not. You're incorrect. Really? I have Does seen not the National. Seem- it does not see sad dad rock does not seem no. <laughs> like your not, flavor. Wait a minute. Was it the national? Yes. Here we go. No, oh. here's the thing. Not only did I see the national in concert, I saw them in a very tiny television studio perform right in front of my face. So there was this old show, older show on, it was then Fuse TV. I have no idea what it is. Wow. These days. That's a throwback. I have it's, not heard of Fuse I in know. a minute. Wow. Remember their, I don't know if you remember their little like headquarters across from Madison Square Garden on 34th Street. It's like so random. It's familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, they had a show called A Different Spin with Mark Hoppus and from, from Blink. From Blink 182, which I'm a huge fan of, by the way. Well, I was back in the day. I can't say I like love or listen to them as much lately but still here they're amazing you know i saw them at coachella like i didn't a month know that and a half ago oh yeah. oh that's right they filled in for um frank ocean or whatever right didn't um the headliner but they were already playing the festival oh, that was I like see. the next okay. weekend when frank Got ocean it. dropped out i see like a bitch yeah so um mark hoppus had this show and the na- and i was so long story short i knew a casting d- director that had cast me in a and an MTV thing. This all goes back to Matt Mills. Always, of who course. Who is connected to this Matt to this MTV thing. It's a long like back. It's it's not interesting to the listener, but I'll tell you another time, Darren. But anyway, the casting director from that MTV thing was like, We need to fill the audience for this Mark Hoppus show. Would you want to come and watch the national? And I was like, Yeah, sure. Never heard of them. But meanwhile, my one of my best friends, Johnny, who you know, Darren, was a huge national fan. So we went to the audience and we were literally. I'm not kidding. Three feet in front of them while they performed whatever songs they performed. That's cool. Yeah, it was How a really cool thing. How long ago was that? Was this? in 2010 or 11? Oh, yeah. So it was a long time. Early days, yeah. like when they were just kind of like really getting. Yeah, going. they were. Yeah, exactly. And then um, a couple fun other facts about that show: a different spin with Mark Hoppus, which I think they renamed, but they brought in a co-host with Mark Hoppus. Um, it was just this unknown woman, you know, kind of funny. We really loved her jokes. I don't know if you've heard of her, Amy Schumer. I was just going to say, is it Amy Schumer? Yeah, I was Amy just, Schumer. That's, 
That's yeah. so wild. This was like way before she uh, had a career at all. And she was so funny. And we all, I remember walking out of those tapings. We did like two or three of them. And I'm going to tell you about another one real quick in a second before we get to some of our other things to talk about today. We walked out of that taping, my friend and I, and we were like, she is so funny. Like she's actually actually so funny that she kind of overshadowed Mark Hoppus, which was his, it was his show. So it was a weird casting slash booking for her because she was really outshining him. And then I think that right. show eventually got canceled, but nonetheless, it was really fun. Another time I got booked as an audience member, uh, John Mayer, your, your, I guess, kind of friends with him, my best friend, of your course. best friend with Andy, yes. at least, um, who I'm a huge fan of and was always a big fan when I was younger. Um, and he like walked by and I shook his hand, super tall, like six, three or something crazy. I was like, yeah, I have tall. to look up at you. But it was like really rewarding and fun because like all these like seeing Mark Hoppus interview John Mayer was like my that was literally like my high school life were those two people. So really. Wow. I love that. Like throwback is, you know how they do those Today Show like summer concerts on the plaza? Of course. Oh, my God. Yes. When I was a page um, in 2010, we got Mm -hmm. to work them. And my first concert was Lady Gaga. And that's the only time I've ever well, seen Lady Gaga. Well, way to just crush but she was my like whole right dreams. Up, yeah, but she was like very right up close. That's amazing. Well, back then, let's see, 2010, she was coming out of the fame and the fame monster. So she and was, she was, was doing poker face was like really very, say, very right like, before Born This yes. Way. So that was like peak Gaga time. That's exciting. Yeah, it was. Um, well, speaking of like just yeah, today media show in stuff. general, yeah. I've got so yeah, I'm on the Today Show. This is airing after. <laughs> so like I went from it, a page to the Today Show to being yeah, a guest I went on the to Today the, Show doing the today show yeah, um, which is yeah. really cool and i'm going to i'm doing this segment this will obviously come out i think after cuz i'm on on okay. thursday but uh hopefully you know i'll be able to mm-hmm. to give you guys some some sh- some um well, fair Updates. warning when i'm on next yeah. time but i'm doing a segment at least of right now cuz sometimes they change it on me called what's popping and like they pop like a like a cgi balloon and then i talk about like the five things that okay. i'm like really interested nice. in right now okay so i went to go see two shows this week and i really broadway have to talk shows? about them one's a broadway show i mean the other one is like i it is a broadway show but it's not on broadway so like okay, i don't so really know broadway. the i guess but like <laughs> you know in the playbill at the end of the yeah. playbill they talk about all the shows that are kind of airing and they do like yeah. little blurbs yep titanic <clears throat> which is what i went to go see was mentioned in there okay so i don't cool. know if it's like a claim yeah, from it I, I i think it's been around for a while but what you don't know is that, so in college, me and my college girlfriends, my sorority sisters, which is funny because I also watch Bama Rush, which if you haven't seen it, you really must. So good. But my sorority sisters and I were like obsessed with Celine Dion and we would we would oh. like impersonate her to each other. Uh-huh, and we would like uh-huh. sing her songs and it was like our <laughs> anthem. And like, sure. and so Titanic is a comedy musical okay. about like ty- the movie Titanic. Okay, got it through Celine Dion's eyes like and if Celine Dion was like there and like saved everyone aboard the ship with her oh music oh my god I have to so see she was this. like no I was in Titanic like she's like no I was there like I remember like <laughs> Jack was there and so it is and it's so gay I mean and that's the thing I was it's just like, gonna say this sounds very like gay pride type of and thing. what's funny is that I like took a video so I went with my two like very very best college friends and okay both of them had already seen it. One of them, it was her third time. The other one, it was their <laughs> oh second God. time. So they were like, you're just going to be blown away. And I was like, yeah. okay, like I'm down. And I really was like smiling ear to ear for a hundred minutes. 
So I take a video at the end, we all sing my heart will go on. Right. And oh you're not allowed God, to yeah. film any part of it, but at the end you are allowed to film. And they said that. So okay. I posted to my Instagram, two of my gay girlfriends, meaning my friends yeah, that are gay sure. women were like, um, I'm sitting in the front row. You caught me. And then the other <laughs> one was like, I'm sitting two rows in front of you. And oh I was like, my God. Oh my God. It was so great. And I think the Celine Dion that we saw the woman playing it. Yeah. And I think she wrote it. Her, 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 her run, I think ended either today, Monday or yesterday on Sunday. But okay. honestly, if you find yourself in New York and you find yourself being able to go, literally it's you will good. not regret this it is so oh funny and it's like particularly gay it's just like it's really amazing you know they do like like who's gonna survive on the ship and they do it as like rupaul's drag race so it's like who's oh gonna God. lip sync for, <laughs> for their, their lives, lives. Yeah, and yeah. it's really really funny tina turner which it plays the iceberg. Like they make Tina Turner as the Ooh, iceberg, which is unfortunate because she, yeah, she yeah. passed away on my birthday. So I was like, Aww. was it always Tina Turner or did they do this, do this because of it? And they were like, no, it's always Tina Turner. Aww. So I was like, oh, that's, it was, we saw it in a theater in Union Square. Okay. It was like smaller. So it wasn't like a mm -hmm, huge Broadway mm -hmm. theater. Honestly, it was one of the so best good. things I've truly seen. And it Did is you so laugh entertaining. A lot, like the whole time. <laughs> Hysterically. Like it was so <laughs> funny. It was That's so great. funny. I love that. Um, so I highly recommend the other play I saw, which is on Broadway, um, stars Jodie Comer, and she's the only star Jodie Comer. You might know her from Killing Eve, which is where I was introduced her to. She okay. plays Villanelle. Okay. Um, very, very sexy in Killing Eve. Okay. And is like bisexual but kind of a lesbian i don't really know but she's queer okay. and just like a badass and so i've always kind of had a thing for her and then i saw i can't i keep seeing uh prima facie that's what it's called or facie i don't really know how to i think mm -hmm. it's prima facie advertised and if you look up the graphic of it and you can probably see it on my instagram okay and you should do it now she's like it. On one side of her, she's this, she's wearing like the old wig of like, you know, like parliament, like what they would do. Oh, and then the I other see. side of her is like screaming. Screaming, yeah. And what it's about, and it's just her. It's a hundred minutes. There's no other people in it. Oh. She does an entire monologue for a hundred minutes. And she plays a, and this is going to be a particular interest to you, John, and particular interest to us. Okay. She plays a criminal defense barrister in Britain okay. um, because they wear like the white wigs. And she's like top of her class, like best lawyer. And basically for the first half of the show, she talks about how important it is to, that evidence is proven yeah. in a court of law that, you know, and because she's a criminal defense, she does a lot of rape cases. She does a lot of like cases and she always defends, you know, basically the, the perp essentially the sure. rapist, if you okay. will, for lack of a better term. But she kind of knows that like, it's very hard to prove rape. And so she, she's like, you know, you have to be able to prove it in a court of law. I'm zinging, I'm zagging, I'm one of the best. Like she just right. is so much about this in the way that you and I talk about how it's kind of important for you to be able to prove it in court. And that yeah. kind of has to be the precedent. But along with being able to prove it in court and along with all of that, you know, obviously mistakes are made and a lot of and a lot of yeah. guilty people do go free. And so halfway through it, and this isn't spoiling it because you can read this, halfway okay. through it, we realize that she gets raped by oh. a fellow criminal defense barrister. Mm. and she talks and you know you see it and she talks about it and how this really has changed because she knows 
given the trauma that she experienced after being raped, you know, she mm-hmm. she had sex with the guy consensually. Yeah. And then he did rape her, you know, and she was like into him and she was giving all the signals. She could see as a criminal defense barrister how this was going to play out in court and how no one was going to believe her. Oh, and the guy I was going to go free based on that. Her, she couldn't prove life. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She couldn't prove it. And so mm. it was this really that. this juxtaposition of the court system yeah. and how like terrible it is. And ultimately what she ends with is basically like, you know, I don't know of any other way to do this, but like something somewhere has to change, especially yeah. for one in three women who are sexually assaulted, because mm. it can't be that evidence doesn't matter in court. It can't just be that a woman claims rape right. and therefore the guy goes away because that's not right. You know, that doesn't seem right either, mm-hmm. but it also can't be that like, just because the woman might have showered or she had sex with him before or has known the guy that we can't believe her that she was raped. And so it's, and that he should go free. And so it was just this really, really Sounds very intellectual. It was. And it was just a very heartbreaking as someone who really does care about that stuff, especially. Especially with what we do in our jobs. Nadine and I were like, blown away yeah blown away and she is amazing her run i think it ends at the end of june so it it might be hard but wow was it really if you have the opportunity to see this show somewhere even if they play it Mm -hmm, again in mm -hmm. in whatever um especially if you're into this stuff which i think everyone listening i think we can kind of say is it's a really intellectual look on like what should be done in our court system because it's not working for a lot of people, but it's also the best system that we kind of have. And that's like really the unfortunate part. Yeah. I just looked her, looked it up and Jodie Comer is actually nominated for best leading actress in a play Tony award. So it's, yes, she is clearly one of the best on Broadway at the moment. She's also Darren, not as connected to any of your interests, she is also in the running, allegedly, to play Sue Storm in the Fantastic Four movie. So you have no idea what any of that means. But for Marvel fans, it's exciting. I will say um, she's one of the best, looking. truly best actresses. Oh. Like, she's, I mean, she's amazing looking. Yeah. But yeah. she's actually, like, well, the you don't accents feel- that she can pull off her enunciation. Yeah. She is a true professional. And she's only, like, 30 years old. Like, it's crazy. She's well, amazing. if you're, if, you know, if someone's giving you a hundred and whatever, 20 minutes, you know, on stage by yourself, you better be a good actress. And then to get a Tony nomination out of that is even more incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds fun. Sounds like a lot of, I feel like you're just like all over the, you've got Broadway, you've got the Today Show. I know you have some documentaries you were talking about that you loved. Yeah. And I also wanted to say that you and I might be talking about this new show that's coming out on Peacock this week. It that's dropped right. all the episodes have dropped on Peacock. It's called Based on a True Story. Mm-hmm. And I went to LA to kind of go cover the carpet. You're going to see it on our Facebook. You're going to see it on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't posted it yet, but the video was essentially going to be, I did ask everyone in the cast, Chris Messina, Kaylee Cuoco, everyone who I got like my hands on. Yeah. Um, what case that they would solve in real I've life. I've seen the like, previews about this, by the way. It looks really fun. It's basically about um, Chris Messina and Kaylee Cuoco play a husband and wife. Okay. And there's a murderer, among, you know, and Kaylee Cuoco is like obsessed with murder podcasts. Like that's her thing. You yeah. know, she's playing that. And she loves our show essentially. Yeah. Yes. And I don't want to give away, but they, yeah figure out who a murderer is. And instead of reporting him to the police, they decide to start a podcast with him that could go viral. 
about interviewing him of why he's murdering all these people. <laughs> oh my god! So it like makes fun of true crime podcasts, but yeah. also so it was just it's it's actually a really good show. We watched we got to watch the first two episodes, but you're going to see some of these interviews kind of rolling out on Can't our on our Facebook and stuff. So. I just kind of wanted to say that and shout out to, I know I've been talking forever and usurping this convo, but. No, I love it. Bama Rush on Which, H- what on is Max, this about? This is me. about, um, yeah, Max. Alabama HBO Rush. Max is now just Max. This is the Alabama college sorority rush. Which blew up on TikTok, I think, two years oh, ago. Oh, okay. I'm remembering Blew up because the mm-hmm. recruitment. Now, I was in a sorority and. That's it's right. It's like an yeah. hour and a half doc, maybe, maybe just under two hours. Really good. Um, there's parts of it I don't necessarily love, but it it's definitely an interesting play on kind of all the good and all the terribleness that sororities, yeah. especially at Bama Rush, mm-hmm. which is like I went to a small college and we had Rush, but like it was nowhere near this. I mean, these well, girls need to have the right look. You can't look too northern. You need a resume. Who is a fucking resume when you're a freshman in college? <laughs> what what is on your resume? Well, it's fu- yeah, especially in college. My God, nothing. I will say I went to WVU, which is known for its Greek life, and I ne- I never participated in it, but I knew many people that did. You know, sadly and tragically, a few years ago, like somebody died getting hazed. You know, it's just like really horrible, crazy stuff. And it's like, it's shocking to me that this stuff isn't more, and maybe this is talked about in this documentary, you tell me, but like, I'm shocked that there isn't more... I don't want to say regulation, but some kind of like organized way of dealing with this Greek life because you hear about these like really crazy things, not just not just the sad, tragic parts of it, but just like, you know, so sociological implications of some of the things that happen in these sororities, which maybe you even have stories, Darren. I'm sure you probably do. No, I do. I mean, crazy. it actually really made me think about like even why I rushed a certain sorority that yeah, I rushed, yeah. you know, and like if I know, knew then what I kind of knew now and like it's all about reputation and it's all about. But right. you do sort of find that there is regulation. Oh, there in, is. But it's run by this thing called the machine, which is members of an elite society of Greek life. So it's like, it's regulated by its own people. So it's like, who's watching the watchmen. It's like, they're watching the watchmen. They're watching themselves. It's like the kids are are babysitting themselves in a sense. Well, it also talks about how the uh, creator of this doc, who it's interesting because she kind of goes through her own journey. I don't want to give it away, but she has, she has alopecia. And so she is bald and she talks about wearing a wig through her life and how wearing a wig and feeling like she didn't belong and her wig was mm. her mask and she felt too embarrassed to let the wig go because she mm. wore it since she was a kid was her own way of kind of rushing, her yeah. own way of fitting yeah, in. Yeah, and so yeah. it's it's this like really myop- myopic look at her through the lens of this huge thing called Bama Rush. And you sort Ooh. of find that the, the, the she got threatened. By the mm-hmm. machine, uh, you know, she had to go undercover, kind of wearing a wig to even get access to a lot of this stuff. It's really, really, really wow. intense. But I think it's a whether or not you were in a sorority, yeah, you it really goes to it. show Alabama and how you know I often kind of shit on Alabama just because of my previous relationship that I've had with this girl from Alabama. But oh, you realize that's right. how much fucking money this university has. I yeah. mean, it is. It is, is it Alabama? Insane. What university is that? The name of University it? of Alabama. Of Alabama, Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Okay, gotcha. There might be an Alabama university. Yeah, but I'm it's sure not there is. Not that University one. of Alabama. <laughs> just like there's 
like the Ohio State, but yeah. there's also University of Ohio, which is there's Penn no State, and then there's the Pennsylvania University and things like that. And there's yeah. like UPenn, you UPenn, know, and like exactly, no one cares yeah. about that in that same well, way. So yeah. it's a very good in terms of like sports. Sure, you know, no it. one's yeah. gonna be like, oh, UPenn. It's like no, it's Penn State. Penn you know, it's State, it's yeah. Alabama. Right. Um, just how much money these schools have and what they put behind this huh, and. Yeah you know, kind of the racism. I mean, one of the girls was like, yeah, they don't want anyone to look too Northern. And Nadine goes, what do you, what do they mean too Northern? I go, Northern? I go Jewish. And she goes, yeah. And I go, I go, I go brunette. I go, that's what they mean. I, they, they mean brunette. Oh. They mean dark eyes. They mean ethnic. You know, that that's what I they see. mean. I, I look see. too Northern. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I would not I be a, as well. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They want Southern, gotcha. you know, like homebred Southern, like religion really matters. Like they're right. not going to take, a right. northeastern atheist Jewish girl, and uh, all of our liberal politics that come along with it up here. They're the just, they're not interested <laughs> in that, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's a really good take, and it just the 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 cool. creator's own experience through that. So, by the way, can we talk briefly? I'm I thank you for that. I'm definitely interested in in learning more about it. Can we talk briefly about HBO Max turning into Max? Like, why you know, not keep HBO? That's such a huge name. I talked about this with Nadine because I was like, it seems like a huge misstep. Yeah, I But agree. she told me. Yeah. Nadine is me, also it, in the industry, we should say, for those who she don't isn't, know. Yeah, she, she, she also is in the industry. She, it makes sense that they would do that because now that they're owned by the larger conglomerate, mm-hmm. that they want to feed things there that aren't just HBO shows. Okay. So they want Makes Max sense. to be its own brand and HBO to be its a own thing. Just like or whatever. Yeah. Right. Just like it's like a lot of people don't necessarily know that Bravo is part of NBC Universal. Yeah, right. No one like really they don't know that. Yeah. So calling it NBCU Plus or like Peacock or like it's it's gotta be its own brand. So that way they know they can have the larger catalog sure, of something. Fair. So that's really what it was about. Yeah. But yeah, part of me was just like, why are you dropping HBO? The HBO, like, yeah, God. that's like, I don't know. But I will say of all the streaming services, HBO Max, now Max, I don't know. It just feels like it gets it right. I don't know how to explain it. I never feel like I think I'm it, worried I, about HBO Max. I think Netflix has the best UI, but I think Max has the second best UI. I think the yeah. worst is Amazon Prime. I think they have the I mean, worst. I mean, don't even get me. And Hulu. UI oh is oh so bad. Hulu, I, and I will say the third one for me is Peacock. I, and I'm yeah, not just saying like that. Peacock. I just like, no, I, I think I agree. the way that they lay it out is just mm-hmm. so easy. And Hulu and Amazon, I'm like, for properties that have all this money, you guys don't know how to what you're doing. What is happening? Yeah, I know. I agree. I will say this, Darren. I don't know if you caught today's big news, but Apple released, we're recording this on Monday, if you didn't know that. Apple released uh their big highly anticipated at least in the industry of like tech their ar vr headset similar to the oculus it's called the vision pro oh, and God. i'm very curious of you know at you, for your perspective on this as somebody who dabbles in tech i think might be the best way to put that you're not yeah. like a big super fan the way i am but you're still, you know, by I have virtue. an Oculus though. I was going to say, yeah. you do have an Oculus. I remember you did get one and I have one as well. Do, does this interest you in any way? Like Apple's version of the Oculus, especially the price point, which is $34.99. That's what I was going to say. Like, by the way, that's, that's the not problem. $34.99. Like, right. That's $3,500 <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, not particularly. Yeah, I don't. I, I think for something at that high a price point, mm-hmm. it was like, and like you know what? I'm obsessed with my Apple Watch. Yeah, but I remember when you watch. first got the Apple Watch, 
and we were recording, I think, Martinis and Murder, because I mm-hmm. have a distinct memory yeah. of this, but it was around that time. And you were like, I love it. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, and until the tech got better and until things, well, that's people true. started using yeah. it more and the price point could come down Precisely, and it yeah. made a lot more sense. There was no way I was even considering getting the Apple Watch. And now look at me like eight years you later and I'm like, I'm obsessed. You well, know? So that's it's like, true. That did happen with the Apple Watch. It was kind of a clunker. To, I mean, it, it was almost the, like Google Glass at first. And then all yeah, of a sudden right. it was like, everyone has a fucking Apple Watch. Yeah. I mean, I see it like businessmen yeah. in meetings, actors, oh, yeah, totally. actresses Tons, wearing yeah. it, you know, mm-hmm. so it's become a thing. So I think for $3,500, I'm going to let the other people spend that money first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will well, pay my rent in the meantime and they can report point. back for me. That's yes. a good point. That is that is a New York City rent for a lot of people. Um, I mean, yeah, I will say this. I watched the full presentation today. I, it doesn't come out until early 2024. So no one's really had time with it. But the presentation today, I mean... It was like almost, how different is it than Oculus? It was literally like, the same type of stuff right, as the so, Oculus, and so for and the people, Oculus is only like two ninety nine. Okay, three hundred bucks. Right, like I was shocked at this price point because I was like, "It's Apple, though." That's the I thing. know, they, and that's the other they know thing they too. can. They know well, that they, they can, can, especially the first iteration. This is how they've done. Even the iPhone was super expensive if it wasn't subsidized. So, like. This all makes sense and it tracks. And yes, I think to your point, Darren, especially in a couple of years when they have like a more consumer friendly version, like they launched this called Vision Pro, like I'm sure a regular Vision Mini is on the way and a Vision, you know, whatever other kind of moniker they want to come up with. I think it'll be a big hit with kids. So be on the lookout for that over the next but couple of years. for $3,500? Definitely not at that price point. That's what I mean. Definitely not. Like In five years, I'll say this. Let's put it on the record now because, you know, you guys love, we'll get to that another time, but you guys love calling out some of the things we've said in the past to be true or not, which usually they're true. I do think that in five years, there will be like a vision mini and it'll be at most $9.99. And it will come with tons of games and tons of experiences, and it'll be really cool. But thirty five hundred—that's way too much for for a virtual reality headset. That what you're going to use maybe a couple times a week at most. Yeah. And like I was saying, like the presentation—it looked exactly like the interface on the Oculus, which I've used a ton of times and am happy with. Right for a tenth you know, of the price, for like, literally I'm a fraction. Yeah. So it's it's kind that. of shocking to be honest. Um, The only other thing I will say that I really am interested in, and I wonder where our podcasting industry is going to go as we wrap up this week's episode here, is there's a really cool thing with Oculus that I don't know if Apple's going to do either, but where it's called, um, there's this app you can get into called Horizons, and it's basically the metaverse. It's a place where you can go and create a world and you can make an avatar of yourself and your friends can go and you can it's do like whatever you a want. Personalized Sim City that you're exactly. living in. Exactly. It's exactly yeah. like that. And one of the really cool features in the Oculus version is they have these little like stand-up comedy nights where you can literally go into these rooms and in these worlds and you know, listen to somebody like do stand-up comedy as their little avatar. And it's like it's kind of cool. You're like, you know, you're you're your own little um avatar and you're standing around you can hear there's music in the background you see people quote unquote drinking their fake drinks you know it's a fun little activity but i just kept thinking the whole time wouldn't it be so fun if there was widespread adoption of vr and we did like a live podcast oh yeah that would be great 
That would be great. I feel just like because you can of... access everybody at the same exactly. time, so you don't have to worry about location. Oh, and you then know. you don't have to worry about you and me walking on stage, and then I drop my cards all over the stage, which did happen once. That Shout did out happen. to South by South by uh, South by Southwest. What That's were you true. Say? Oh, well, I was going to say, like, I think that that is farther into the future. Like, I don't think it's going to happen within yeah, the next year. And no, I do worry not. a little bit about like. I mean, I think all of that idea is so cool. Yeah. But part of me is like, you know, fresh air and being outside and dealing with people are so oh, important yeah. for our mental health. 100%, it's like, yeah. I don't want, like, I like even now, just bringing it back to like the Bama rush of yeah. it all. I am so fucking thankful I didn't grow up with social media. Like, I'm just I know, it's true. so thankful, you know? Yeah. And I don't think it's ruining everything or anything. I don't, I think it's like even AI, I'm not like, oh my God, we need to stop it right now. But I do think it's kind of important to like also appreciate the things that have kind of kept us going as a species forever, exactly, which is like that's true. fresh air and human interaction, you know, like going the pandemic to the comedy a, show rather than sitting the pandemic inside. hurt a lot of people, you know, and right. like if right. people's whole worlds are, yeah. what is it? VR, Vision pros or metaverse. Oculuses. It's like, what are we also <laughs> losing on the other side of that? So well, there has to be like a thing. healthy balance, you know, you're really touching on it because I think, you know, these companies, and I, I don't want to keep going on about this, but I do think these corporations are banking on your whole world existing in the, in these devices. But it's like, even I, as somebody who would like maybe be interested in like seeing how that goes for me, am not even remotely interested in living my whole life in, in like the metaverse. So, and like, to be honest, I think that's where Katzenberg got Quibi wrong. He was like, well, people always want to watch shows when they're waiting in line for the supermarket. I was like, I don't think they do. No, it takes it's too much attention away from what they're actually doing. Yeah, so I don't think, I think they do. You know, more to come on this. You know, I like to keep my my pulse on the my finger on the pulse of technology, and especially when it comes to podcasting. I will say the last thing about Apple Vision Pro is that Disney Plus will be available on it at launch, and there's a really cool uh, demonstration or like segment in today's Apple event where. Bob Iger, the CEO of um, of Disney, kind of talked about how for movies and television shows, there's a whole new world of immersive storytelling that could be really, really, really cool. Like almost like a whole different medium where instead of watching on a 2D screen, you're in the actual movie or you're in the TV show. And I am really excited about what could come with that. I think yeah, that would that's be really cool. Imagine Jurassic World from or imagine Jurassic Park from the perspective of being in the Jeep that breaks down in front of the Tyrannosaurus totally. paddocks. Oh, oh. I will so say exciting. I, and this will lead into our final topic of the day. But if you've sure. Andy came out with a book oh, um, in mid-May Andy. called da- Daddy Diaries. And okay, you know, it's I didn't his, realize about okay. the year I grew up in, you know, we both got the Oculus from Meta, and mm-hmm. he talks about it. You'll never watch porn the same way again because it like puts you in a different perspective. Of course, but I'm like, yeah, it revolutionizes it because you thought about that. Yeah, right. You're putting yourself into that perspective. (laughs) So I'm like, yeah. Does he say this in his book? I'm kind of going to read this now. Okay, I'm going to read that that chapter. He talks. He's like, I will literally never watch porn again. Like the stuff that he like in the same way again. You know, so the stuff that he talks about you guys should read daddy yeah. diaries gets, but this you can like really get in there if you know what i mean with, with well, the Oculus. speaking I'm of assuming. really getting in there 
Well, that's true. We should wrap up to this week's episode. Wrap up. We should wrap yeah. up this week's episode with a quick little shout out to my friend Tyra, who I got to see over the weekend, Darren. Hey, TT. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, TT. Okay, hey, we'll call it TT. Hey, TT. Um, who is so funny. Like, she's one of my very good friends, one of my best friends, really. And she was like, by the way, I just want to let you know, like, I listen to all of your NMRs, but I want to know about your dating life. But you only talk about your dating life on Patreon. And I was like, Tyra, you're going to have to subscribe. Like, what do you want me to do? Just hand out subscriptions? Yeah, TT. You know, geez, TT. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just thought it was so funny that one of my like closest friends was like, you know, hey, tell me about your dating life. because uh, And you were like, for... absolutely not. Are no. you going to have an update for us on the next Patreon episode? I will episode? say that I, you know, I do want to give an update. I think the last couple Patreon episodes, there wasn't much to give, but I do have an update and I will save it for Patreon because we did promise it there. If you guys aren't subscribed to Patreon, by the way, let's do a quick little plug because it really does mean a lot to us. If you can support us on Patreon yes. at whatever tier it really, really does go a long way. Our bills on the show, let me just say, we have bills. Mom and dad got to keep the keep the lights on in, in a lot of different ways. So if you haven't or you can't, that's totally understandable. Or if you've recently canceled and might, might want to come dabbling back in, you can hear about my dating life as well as, uh, by the way, we're doing video podcasts on there now. So you can watch our yeah. regular Sunday episodes not only in video form, but ad free, which I think is a really exciting thing for a lot of people. But anyway, more to come on that. Will I be doing a virtual date on my Apple Vision Pro at 3499? Yeah, maybe. 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 Next year, this time, that might be a thing. We'll see. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode. Go check out all the TV shows, the Broadway shows, the virtual reality shows. And don't forget to listen to our show on Sunday with an all new episode. Yes, please. See you next time. Bye.